<laughs> yeah, hit yeah. the ornament. Okay, here we go. You're aware of the Vulcan technique of the joining of two minds. You think you can get through that thing? I'll try. No! Broadcasting live in the ever-present now of this moment, eternally stuck in a slice of time, now locked into zeros and ones of an internet audio cast. But we are still physically in a place called the Art Shed. I'm Matt Carl. I'm Norma Landy. I'm producer Chris. I'm the guest. Back I'm Liz. Back the mirror. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. Wow, we have a guest with us today. Our, our guest uh, host, Liz Walsh. Did Yay. we tell you, Liz? Uh, uh, did we tell you that you're allowed to drink on the shed uh, show? <laughs> well, on the shed. I, you know, I would love to drink, except I, I have to go back to being a mom after. But I do have like a gigantic cold brew, which is like I can barely drink it. It's so strong. So I'll be, I'll be the crackhead in the background. <laughs> oh, sweet! <laughs> you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going with the stimulants, not the yeah. depressants. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's yeah. stimulant. Yeah, you're allowed to drink uh, cold <laughs> brew. Where'd you get the cold brew? Well, I got it from a place called Rebound Coffee, which is I'm not sure what to think of it, but it's it's um it's local, which is good. That's but it's, cool. But it's very um, SoCal, man, like Orange County SoCal. So it kind of you know you're never quite sure the conversation you're going to have with the barista, but they're nice. They got good donuts. Are they on the rebound? Is it like for like people like yeah. just got dumped or something and they roll in and uh, get a coffee? Yeah. I, maybe that explains the conversations. No, I, 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 uh, I'm not sure, but I actually was glad it got shut down for a while and then it came back. So I was glad to see it because we have no nice. coffee places around. Maybe that's why they call it rebound. Yeah, they do that. You shut it down and they come back. It's the the actual physical place is on the rebound, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, an earth an earthquake could bring whole new meaning to that. <laughs> I love it. Yes, I agree. So, where's the beans from? I don't know. You know, they're not really that. You know, they're not that transparent about what's going on. It seems like it's very healthy and good for you but again the orange county vibe kind of throws it for a little you know conservative loop right. i don't know maybe they're a, so it's a towny vibe a little bit but you know i'm not complaining i don't want to diss on them I, if they ever listen they're great no that's oh no no that's not that's cool i like towny vibes yeah we're all townies here yeah carl carl is one of the late people <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like Tony. yeah. <laughs> Tell so, me about, um, can I ask you Chris, guys? what do you? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Go what? on. No, no. Let's keep One going. Thing I want to ask what, I mean, just going on the townie thing, what's it like there? What's it like where you guys are right now? Like, okay. So just to specify, Liz is in Southern California and uh, we're at, in a, in a shed, in a shed. Yeah. Lake uh, Maspinock. Yeah. Secret location. <laughs> I think Chris is in, uh, Chris, you live in the subway? I, yes, I live under the subway. Yeah, no, right. I, I, I'm in Logan. I'm in Logan Square in Chicago. Right, oh, right, really? right by the L. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I guess we should answer your question. Well, What's it like here? I mean, I I pretty much have been laying low, so uh, it doesn't seem that much different than anywhere else. I've just been like working on, uh, you know, my own work and. Uh, work for other people and uh kind of obsessing over uh, fixing up my record player and sound system cool so uh the reason when i hear when you hear when i hear oh go on no 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 i'm I'm the interrupter what are you saying go ahead well i was just gonna ask are there leaves on the trees are there leaves on the trees oh 
No, no, yeah, it's just snow on the ground. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. All right. that's all. I wanted to know that too. All right. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought so. Around my neighborhood, it's called they're called Lake People, and they're like a certain type of hillbilly that has guns and boats and uh, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Lake people. I go to my it's corner like bar and, and they're like, Oh, you're one of them lake people. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So uh so they just it. welcome Carl was called <laughs> to this location. <laughs> Every, yeah, all my neighbors like love talking to me. You know, who knows why? They just like they're just they just all like all of a sudden they're all my best friends. So whatever, mm-hmm. man, it happens. They're nice, know? they're nice. It sounds like yeah. the art shed is in a really good spot then. It's it's in a really uh yeah in, yeah it's in the right it's definitely in a in a spot that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah eventually yeah. you yeah, may well, become that's... you may become king of the lake people <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what's it like in chicago chris yeah uh chicago we're like i mean late fall early winter like it's just beginning to feel like winter but like there are no leaves on the trees. We've gotten dustings of snow, but my garden's still going. I've still got a lot of greens going in the garden, so it's not full blown winter yet. Nice. Oh, cool! Hmm? I love Chicago. My, I've been there a few times in the past couple of years because my husband's from um, Wisconsin, so we always go into O'Hare. Oh, ah, cool! Yeah, used, and he used to live in Chicago for a while, and. Um, yeah, I love Chicago. It's it's a. It, I mean, I've only been to certain parts. I haven't been to the whole thing because it's huge. But yeah, it, I was always interested. I was always everything is always really interesting. So. Yeah, it's it's a really nice place. I've been here for over twenty years, and it's um, oh, wow. and it's well, like all cities, it's changed a lot. But um, it's also, it's nice. It's like it's a really big city with public transportation and everything else that comes along with a good, you know, big city. Um, but it's also affordable. Like, I mean, I, I've been I, short stints in New York and a lot of time in Boston and um, visited San Francisco a lot. And it's just really hard for me, at least, <laughs> to kind of do everything I want to do to have the money available. Like, I mean, I have a yeah. house here with a garden and a woodworking and metalworking shop and things like that. And I'm right by the L and right in the center of things. And that would be hard to do in, say, New York or Boston. Yeah, exactly. I totally feel you on that. And I think it's like the most important thing is being able to have like your shit, whatever it is you want to do or have in your life to be able to have it. And sometimes that means not living in the, you know, right in the center of wherever it's living a little bit off here or a little bit, you know. Yeah, exactly. Makes life worth it, you know. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And especially even more so now with COVID, you know. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Oh, what? Yeah. What are you guys talking about? COVID? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like, well, before we get on to a new subject, what's it like out there, Liz? Oh, well, in thanks for Southern asking. Cali. Um, it's beautiful, but, you know, I mean, it's like today it's actually a little chilly, but it's, uh, you know, it's been, you know, I picked my daughter up from school the other day and it was like 80 degrees. <laughs> right. Chilly. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I think with COVID, I really am dying to go someplace, you know, and you know, obviously, Andy, I'll probably come out and see you guys eventually yeah. and see some of my other friends out there. But um, I just, I would love, I just miss traveling. I miss seeing yeah. stuff. So, so thanks for indulging me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your, uh, so, so we haven't even, we haven't really gotten into like Liz is, it's your painter and you do uh, um, like video projection work and you sculpt things and you kind of work in multimedia things you're a musician um what? do you you have a pretty cool setup at home too do you oh, want to yeah. just talk about that or sure i mean okay so i've known andy a long time and i met carl a long time ago but i haven't seen carl for a long time but um yeah. i've known andy forever and uh so yeah i i do painting i do probably one too many mediums but i just <laughs> end up doing what i like you know and so uh Right now I've gotten back into painting, so I'm painting a lot and um, a lot of 
uh, animals for a little while. And I, I just finished a painting of the Grim Reaper, but he kind of looks like he's checking his phone or something. I haven't figured out what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's kind of got a little bit of like a doubtful face. So he's, he's not totally sure what he's up to, but, um, but yeah, I, I, painting I love. And, uh, and then I guess my next thing would probably be video work and, um, kind of animation, but not traditional animation, but, um, you know, more kind of video glitch kind of stuff, but, but yeah, I think one thing I realized is, you know, I got to do it to be happy, you know? So yeah, it just, ha it's just wherever I am, it'll happen. And do you, you, know. do you have a day job? I do. Um, it, I, I, well, I've had a few day jobs and that's actually how I met Andy. Cause yeah, we started at the internet company back in the nineties, late nineties. Nineties. And the same Ooh. day we, we both got a, what's that called? Orientation on the same day. I guess we decided to be friends. Yeah, we were friends. That company? Uh, it was called Red Sky. We worked at this place oh. called Red Sky. So you're, you, no, you're like a commercial artist on the side. Uh, um, yeah. And, I mean, a, a commercial artist, uh, not on the side. But I'm you know, like a graphics artist. Like I do design, yeah. like graphic design. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's, um, you know, it, it, I don't know how I got into it. it. It was just a question of like finding a job that I had a hey. friend who worked at an ad agency and she got me in to like work for free or I wasn't getting paid. And then slowly but surely I accumulated computer skills, you know, and that's when people were just starting to be on computers. So I got all the skills. And so I ended up getting hired a lot of different spots. And then, uh, yep. yeah. And then I went to teaching for a while. I was a teacher. I taught uh, kids with learning disabilities and, um, taught art all over the place. And then I moved to LA and I got back into graphics. And so now I do graphics for movies and wow. uh, yeah, I love it. I mean, I have to say like, I didn't know that would happen to me, uh, but I love it. And it, sometimes it pays great and sometimes it does not, but, um, <laughs> but I love the weird opportunities it brings, <laughs> it brings around. Are there, are there certain films that you've worked on that you can talk about or? Uh, well, I just, I'll tell you, um let's see i worked on uh the last one of the last ones i worked on was a ted bundy movie that probably will come out <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of fun because it was so gross um i had to make like a the lot murder of, of ted bundy yeah no the serial killer <laughs> no no yeah. the other ted bundy yeah exactly Chris. <laughs> thank you or uh, al bundy yeah. Be a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it was um It'll come out, it had Elijah Wood in it, and it'll come out maybe in the next couple months. But uh, all I'll say is, like, I got to know, you know, I got to know a lot that I didn't maybe want to know. But um, right. but it was fun, too. You know, it's, it's you just have, what I love about it is it was based in the 80s, and they wanted everything to look 80s. And so then you have to think about, like, what kind of printer were they using? What kind, You know, and I love right. that so much. So, and yeah. And you're like designing like products and posters and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So like if they were it's in the kind FBI, of like set design. Yeah. It's like it's working for the art department and it's set stuff and prop stuff. So like maybe the guy comes walking in with like a big pile of papers at the FBI. That's all their files. So then I got to like make the layouts for that. And, you know, they've got like diplomas behind them and I got to make those. And, you know, every once in a while I got to make like a hero item. Um, like I had to make like pop cans from like 1989 specifically and like have them look exactly and i yeah and i i mean so stuff like that it's really tedious but in the end you're like oh yeah i nailed it or you know <laughs> or i didn't nail it oh, no. but anyway that's are, that are there like are there like secret things you've snuck into movies i always like in, in jokes yeah. I, I I always managed to put in uh, this one band I was in called Plastic Hand. I always managed oh, yeah. to put Plastic <laughs> Hand tour posters in like the kids' rooms and stuff. Like nice. if I have like a teenager or like they're at like a club, there'll be like a Plastic Hand, like you know. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Plastic Hand gets around, you know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's sweet. Well, I mean, it is kind of like the best prop possible. Because it's like a um, something that was made for something real. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, and it's also somebody that can't sue you because you did it. Exactly. That <laughs> is, I mean, it really came out of an ease to begin with. That's like, well, I know no one else has this name, and no one's gonna sue. You know, I won't get in trouble. Yeah. Uh, totally. 
I hear you. Yeah, yeah. I always wonder about the art shed. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, we just... Is somebody one, ever going to One day get a, bulldozer's going to show up is while every, we're is somebody, uh, No, no. Is somebody going to get all pissed <laughs> off at us for, you know... Uh, you know, we don't make any money off the art shed anyway, so so it's, it's not like, uh, you know, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, my money is still on you guys accidentally burning it down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't say that, man. <laughs> All my paintings are in here, man. Carl, I love your paintings. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I like the uh, Jimi Hendrix and kind of the, like, Grateful Dead phase that you went through. And then... <laughs> Yeah, I that you went it. through that phase that's over now. Well, no, well, I want to tell you. I want to tell you something. The reason why I went through doing all the dead stuff is because uh, it was a financial reason. Is because so on Facebook, there's all different groups, right? Like different Facebook groups, right? So I'm trying to get my art out there, and there was this one group called Art Is Dead, and they do all dead art you know i do i do a lot of original art like but my original art nobody gives a shit about right so uh so i'm like all these deadheads are like drawing like jerry you know and i'm like you know i can i mean i could paint jerry you know like i and i kind of like it you know so uh and i like jimmy painting jimmy well i i like you know what i mean but i want to do it in my own style so so I get I do like original like dead stuff and then I started doing and then the other thing I started doing to sell stuff was I started doing mini paintings on these mini Oh, um, I loved that. That was like a these, gallery. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still do. But those are the things that I can I can sell. Like uh I can sell it and I can mail it to you for 5 bucks. A mini uh painting on a mini uh, stand. Uh, so, you know, and, and I'm not selling the painting for five bucks, but the the mail is five yeah. bucks. You know, I'm selling it for a little more than five bucks, like 40 bucks and then five bucks. You know, it is a r- original fucking painting, you know, like. Yeah. Well, Carl, I, well, the first time I saw that picture online, I thought it was a real gallery. Like the first <laughs> image I saw, I was like, oh, damn, like, good job. Like, it's a show. Like, and then I <laughs> Then I realized, like, later, just from, like, a different angle or, like, some, I can't remember what it was, maybe your head or someone's hand. I can't remember. But then I was like, oh, those are, like, miniature. It was very cool. Yeah, somebody asked me to paint. They're like, can I buy that painting? I want to hang it up in my house. I'm like, "Uh, it's only four inches by four (laughs) inches. (laughs) (laughs) So, so I, uh, yeah, yeah. So, but, but it seems like people, you know, people don't have a lot of money, you know, you can either sell your paintings for like thousands of dollars or for 50 bucks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like totally. there's no like in between, you know? And so I'm, I'm more on the, the, you know, lower end of selling paintings, you know? Um, sometimes I, I mean, if I waited for the five, $600 paintings, I'd be waiting a long time. Sometimes I, I can do it, you know? Uh, but um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I love I love the paintings and uh, yeah, keep going because the weirder abstract ones I love like I love when you're getting really weird and abstract. Like those ones are also ones I re- remember. Like you know some of the weird sort of um, I don't know how to describe them, but they're kind of webby. Like there's like like the stained glassy ones. Yeah. Like like psychi- I call them psychedelic stained glass. Like if you were you were on some sort of psychedelic and then you looked at a stained glass window and it, w- it had all weird angles and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely, definitely harkens to the. So, to the I mean, this is a weird time for artists. Are, are, are there any, like, how have you overcome? Like, are you able to do, I know, I know a few artists who are still doing some sort of gallery shows and stuff like that, but I feel like you've kind of, moved into different mediums yeah, uh, because of what's going on in the world with COVID and everything. Well, I got really lucky in that, I mean, uh, lucky and unlucky because I had a show that opened here, a solo show, like right as COVID was happening. And uh, like we were debating whether we could have an opening or not. That's how early it was. It was like right when they were shutting LA down for the first time. And so because we couldn't have an opening, um, 
we were like, well, let's have a virtual one and we'll invite, you know, we'll tell people about it and we'll have a live broadcast from our house. And, you know, and then it kind of spiraled into this whole thing called Supermoon, which, you know, we we're going to do our seventh show next Sunday, a week from today. That's the, what's the date? It's the 20th, right? It's of the December. 20th. Yeah, so that'll that might actually be like the day this episode comes out. So oh, well. <laughs> oh did, unless you do you want like uh, I can I we can, can put post, out earlier. Too. So Andy said yeah. something like I could put put this out on on uh, Friday, Friday, and then then you could yeah. share it to your friends and be like, uh, like as part of like, hey, I got interviewed on this thing about I love Superman. It. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. I can Let's call it. Liz Supermoon. Well, we got to think yeah. of we got to spitball titles for this episode. Yeah, yeah, I uh, love it. So you can right, throw but, Supermoon in there. Yeah, right. yeah. So, but, spitball. Yeah, let's, let's, uh, yeah. Do you want to tell us about Supermoon? It's yeah. I'll tell you briefly. It's really because, cool. Well, okay. So Supermoon started with just like literally like oh wait, I liked our friend's video that they did a few years ago. Let's show that. And oh, we'll have our friend Skype in. He does comedy and. He'll talk about going to the grocery store. So we had like, it was literally like an hour. And in the middle of it, our daughter had like a giant meltdown. So I had to like run off and take care of her. So Eric basically did the show by himself. But long story short, and she was fine. She's still fine. She likes Supermoon. But um, long, long story short, it sort of turned into this thing because there's like no venues anymore. It kind of turned into this live venue for bands. So um, we have sometimes we have people do live sets. Sometimes we have people do a recording in their basement or in their house and then send it to us. Sometimes we're showing like older videos that people have made, but it's turned into kind of like a music show. And we've had Andy on a couple of times. He's done like his time-lapse drawing, which has been really cool. And uh, the last time my husband did music with him live. So that was kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And, and we also, the past couple shows have been fundraisers. So We've started raising money for this place called uh, Rogers and Rosewater, which is in Oakland. It's a soup kitchen and it's this really nice woman named Bopa. And she it's it's just like her labor of love and people volunteer and they're helping homeless people in Oakland. They bring them like food every Wednesday and they bring them toiletries. And so that has been like an amazing byproduct, too, because, um, you know, thanks covid like i don't know if i would have yeah, ever yeah. done any of this you know like <laughs> so, really so. so describe like like a like a super moon show like what happens I'm uh, a, so, okay. uh, you're on there you're gonna watch um, you're, you've yeah so yeah I, I log into it well like so what happens how do i get to it well it's on youtube and then we also do it on twitch and it's live. Um, it's live, and then it's usually about an hour and a half to two hours, and uh, it's it's basically like me and my husband talking live and saying stuff, and we've got some pretty great crazy graphics that are happening over us the whole time that are like a little like maybe too much, but what the heck, you know? That, it, you, you have like a video mixer, right? <laughs> Who's yeah, is it like a generated weird graphic? Yeah, it's like videos that I'm making. And then we use um, like a our online, I can't remember what it's called right now, but the program we use to broadcast with, you can do all this crazy like effects and overlays and stuff. So we just like do that to the, you know, as much as we can, as much as the machine can handle. We're like overlaying <laughs> video. And anyway, so visually it's pretty crazy. And then the music, it tends towards maybe punk and goth and like uh, stuff like that. But you know, it's a lot of LA based bands, a lot of San Francisco based bands. Uh, but we do get, we had some Chicago people on, Chris. We have a. Oh, great. A, Bob Piggins is this, this band from Chicago. <laughs> this guy, Greg, he's really hilarious. So, yeah, we have people on from Wisconsin. Um, then this time we're having people on from Amsterdam. So, basically, to totally blab, it's, it's basically a music show uh, with fundraising, uh, side hand, and like, I don't know, comedy too, a little. So. Wow. But it's not just music and comedy. There's a lot of like artists, like visual, like video yeah. artists. Oh, doing yeah. Like really like weird avant garde stuff too, you know? Like, yeah. Is it all I mean, happening at once? It's no, all... like, yeah, go ahead, Liz. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, no, no, that's great, Andy. It's, it's, it's all, yeah, you're right. It's curated in a way where I think like after like the Black Lives Matter stuff kind of came to a head and then like, the trans lives matter, like all that stuff came to a head. We really tried to focus on picking artists that were 
maybe, you know, like the people that were relevant. Yeah, relevant, but also like vulnerable and also like the voices, you know, just like the voices that need to be heard right now. So that kind of that kind of affected how we were curating things. And, um, you know, I think what ends up happening during a show is like people are on the chat and it's really fun. And um, it's like a live show for a lot of people because like they're seeing their friends pop up in the chat. And so they're like, hey, man, you know, and um, yeah, it's 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 a definitely about community. So. That, that has been honestly a big gift to me because, uh, you know, I don't know if I would have done all this without people having to stay home, you know? Yeah, exactly. Oh. And what, one thing, too, I mean, it's, you know, we're sort of, we're a great example of it here. We're kind of like on the East Coast, Midwest and West Coast. And like you're saying with Supermoon, you're getting bands from all over the place that probably you wouldn't have come in contact with. And no. I know through COVID, I'm just in touch with people all over the country. Um just because, you know, it doesn't matter if someone is in San Francisco, L.A., Boston, New York or Chicago. And before it was really kind of by default, I'd be hanging out with people in Chicago. Totally. Yeah. And and also, like, I mean, I'm a parent, so I wasn't going out as much as I used to anyway. Right. And so this was like yeah. a whole new world opened up. I'm like, oh, I can do this. and like parent. Like, you know, it's it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> To I all the hear you. Out there. <laughs> yeah, okay, Carl. <laughs> I hear you because uh, same thing with me is I had to drop out of the world for a while to be a parent, uh, two kids, and um, and and but I also would try to get out and, and put my like I'd I'd force myself to put my art in art shows with Dave Tree and all those guys because you know I I'm like I need to get my art out there you know what I mean and and so. Uh, now it's like, holy crap, everybody's home and I can tie, you know, like I'm used to this, you know, you know what I mean? The one thing I miss is traveling. I really miss that. Yeah. Yeah. I I hear you on that too. Like the idea that like you could go, I mean, not that I had done this recently, but I'm like dying to go to like London or something like, like, like get on a plane or like go to like an Island somewhere or even just go visit friends. You know what I mean? But like the idea that you can't do it is very um, strange, you know, not that I was doing it before, but. I always had a dream. I always had dreams like, Oh, I'm going to go and freaking travel to Czechoslovakia and then go to, you know, somewhere else. And, you know, uh, you know, and now I don't even have those dreams. <laughs> like before it was like a, uh, like an idea and I never got around to it. Now I don't even like, I, I don't even have it, you know? Yeah. Well, you've got the art shed. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, exactly. The, the art shed. The world will come to the shed. That's what they always say. Right? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah. Right. Exactly. The world. I mean, they're going to have to at this point, you know, um, we got nothing else here yeah. going on. So uh, cool. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, so so that was kind of my question was, what is something? Okay, so back when you used to have physical shows, uh, uh, <laughs> like what was one thing that that ha- happened like by putting your art out in the world? Like describe something that you didn't think was going to happen, but you put your art out there, and then something happened. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think, uh, like, so when you have an opening, you got to bring all your stuff there and then you got to install it or someone helps you install a little bit. And then you got to, you know, make sure everything's right. And then you got an opening, which is hopefully your friends come. Thanks, Andy, for always coming. Andy, oh, yeah, come. of course. And, um, and so then you kind of have a party and people kind of, you know, sit around and have wine or whatever they like to drink. And, and, uh, and then they go home and then you go home and then hopefully someone writes about it and says, oh my God, the show was great. Or um, your friends see it and they're like, oh, that was really awesome the way you, but, um, but I think for me, honestly, the, the part I miss the most or the thing that I think is the most valuable is the community you have and the, and sort of your, your people are there and, 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 uh, or the people that are interested come and you make friends. And I think that that to me, honestly, is like the most important component to art right now. And, and maybe it was before too. And I didn't really know it, you know, cause you didn't know that that was going to go away, but so community and, and that, that would be my hope 
people come, people see it, hopefully they like it. Um, and, and, you know, just the idea of putting together a show and getting it out and installing it, you kind of like get through all those feelings and you get through that work. And so maybe when you come back to your studio, you're going to start something else. So it does kind of help like get ideas through you and fleshed out and make room for new stuff, you know? It's like a marker yeah. of time. Yeah. Kind of like a benchmark. You're like, okay, I'm done with this show. Now I can do something different. Yeah. I'm never painting this stuff again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, any since the pandemic and since all the political stuff, I really feel like people have kind of grown closer together with like minds, which I don't know if it's good or bad, but it means a lot to have people around you or be supporting people that you feel, you know, a kinship to. And, uh, but, but maybe that's causing more divide. I don't know. Well, what kind Weirdos. of art are you, what kind of art are you doing? <laughs> Weirdos. No, I don't know. Like, <laughs> are there, so are there, uh, like you say there's a community around you and going to galleries, but are there like, like people, like, just like total oddballs that show up to gallery shows and stuff like yeah. that, that you keep seeing yes. over and over again. Yes. And like, like, I, I mean, do you mind talking <laughs> yes. about any of those? Okay. Um, sure. I, there was, one, I had a show a while ago. First of all, I would love to plug the gallery, which is called last oh, yeah. projects, last projects. They're the gallery that I started doing Supermoon with. So they were kind of like helping me curate. We were both curating together the shows and um, to who we were going to have on. So they have, amazing people that follow their gallery that go to their gallery and i feel like that gallery in particular in la tends to have the weirdos in mass you know it's like a super accepting open like rad weird place and it's not concerned with the bottom line as much as you know there's a lot of that obviously in the art world but it's it's more about community and so yeah, but I mean, I, some shows I have had there <laughs> late at night when everyone's trying to close up, there's a few people that'll come and, you know, kind of talk your ear off about certain things. And, um, you know, you you got to be used to some kind of like mental health issue in the art, like with art. <laughs> yeah. <And> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess in some way I never thought, you know, I was always like, oh, God, like. Uh, you know, I literally had a wino come to one of my shows and just drink fucking <laughs> wine. And then somebody's like, and my mother was there. It was in uh, Andy. Remember that? Show? Yeah. In, where was it in, in, in uh, up north? Uh, it was it doesn't matter. But uh, there was like a wino guy drinking. And my mother's like, I've been this guy. He wants to he's checking out your art. And I'm looking at he wants to buy some art. And I'm like, I don't think. I think this is just some alcoholic drinking free wine. <laughs> and, like, yeah. and, like, and I was like, hi. He's like, ah, I love these faces. And he, like, he literally looked like a, a guy who, who would jump the rails in 1920 or something like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, That's uh, Kelly Hey, hey, hey. He rides the rails yeah, and yeah, sees yeah. all the openings every, every Thursday or Friday. So, so I, I got something. I got something for everybody uh, to answer. It, there's a quote on Liz's site. I'm looking uh, at it right now. What's no. the name of the site? Liz's.com? Shout it out or something like that. Shout out. Oh, oh shout out LA. That was an interview from a while back. But yeah. Oh. Yes. yes. Oh. Wait, yes, wait. Where's, where's my quote? Oh, shit. I lost it. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's, well, I, oh, go it's ahead. an Alan Watts quote. Oh, here it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The more things tend to be permanent, the more it tends to be lifeless. And like, I, I love Alan Watts. Like I listen to like tons and tons of Alan Watts just, just for somebody to tell me that I'm not fucking crazy. Yeah. And Alan Watts does that a lot. He, he basically like yeah, Carl has tapes of Alan Watts just saying, Carl, you're not crazy. We had to edit them together. So it's right. That. Right. I mean, like, <laughs> He always he always says like you know he basically says we're all gonna be fucking dead. The universe is not permanent, you know. Yeah. It's, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like like if you're sitting there doing nothing right now, you are in you are doing exactly what you're supposed to do. Like, there's yeah. nothing right. wrong with that. Right, right. So all my my fears and shit just go out the fucking window. So 
Uh, anybody want uh, so so Liz, you can talk about uh, that quote. And Chris, do you want to say the quote again? Just yeah. So, um, uh, where is it? The more things are permanent, the more things are that. Oh wait, I lost it again. Ah, crap. He's totally lost well, it. What the hell? No, I think that. Um, well, I'll let you read it again, but I, I can say why. The more thing, the more a thing tends to be permanent, the more it tends to be lifeless. I mean, I think I say that, I I think I might be, like, as I'm getting older, I realize, like, the way my brain works, and I'm kind of, like, always going, like, 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 always got to be creating something or making something or whatever, and I think that, um, to me, that just makes life fulfilling, and, um, and I, it's just how I feel like I go, you know, and um, I, it personally, how I relate to that quote is just like, you know, who wants to, I mean, change is good, you know, and, and in the sense of what's going on in our world right now with like the, you know, just there's some things that really, really should change that are not changing. And I, I think people aren't willing to change them because they're afraid, like what happens on the other side of that? And so I guess that quote's talking about like political change is good and like in your own life, keeping things rolling is good. And, uh, you know, but then I'm sure when I'm like 90, if I ever get there, I, I will be like, fuck that. Like, <laughs> like I just want to <laughs> sit on my same chair with like my specialty and like my, like, you're so Barbara. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I've got to hope you get to 90. So, but that, that's what I think. I mean, what do you guys think that means? Well, uh, I have my own ideas, but I was thinking, Chris, uh, you Carl's going last, is what he's uh, saying. No, I yeah, Carl, yeah, exactly. I, I have something to say. I, I just wanted to give Chris a chance to say something. Oh, or God, I, I mean, I, I definitely, you know, um, I agree with the, the sentiment of it. And I mean, I think one thing that's really interesting to me that I've been kind of focused on for the last couple of months is that the concept of life and apparently NASA is working to define what life is. And I don't think like they're going to come up with an ultimate definition, but I think it's a really cool exercise to go through Yeah, because, you know, it starts out being like, Oh, it has to be carbon based or it has to be this and that. Right. And a lot of that got kind of thrown out, even with Star Trek being like, what about a silicon <laughs> based life form? <laughs> you never thought of that, yeah. did you? <laughs> um, but now they're just Producing it, the horn exactly. I'm so glad Star Trek got brought up. Thank you. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I've got a horda and Spock ornament on my tree right now, and when nice. you press it, it's like it has Spock. Oh, yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, so, but it, it's something that I think it's really great that it's like expanding so much, but it all does come back to change in the end. That it's kind of like motion activity. What is it? Mot motility is what it is. So it doesn't even need to be intentional. Um, and this thing I want, actually, I'd be psyched if, if Liz could talk about this a little bit more. You, you do a lot of stuff um, when I was looking at your paintings with plants um, and oh, yeah. growing plants. And I, I think that's, um, plants are a great example of that. I mean, they're finding that plants actually can communicate with each other in some ways. Um through sort of releasing um, different pollens and different things and kind of warning other plants that, you know, oh, there's a fire coming or, you know, the soil's drying up by us. It's probably going to do it by you, too. Um, and things like yeah. that. So I think it's really interesting, kind of like that life, the definition of life is expanding all the time. I totally agree with that expanding notion. And like, even just like the idea, like we just got a dog and I haven't ever had like my own dog before and mm. just having the dog, I'm like, holy crap, like this opened <laughs> up a whole branch of my world that I didn't know existed. And then you think of like, there's some people that eat dogs. I mean, no, I mean, they're changing that, but like the concept is to not eat that dog anymore. And, and because the dog is like this living, beautiful thing. And, um, and so this, yeah, so that's one level. And then the plants as well, like, you know, mushrooms, I'm such a fan of mushrooms and, uh, you know, in many ways, I think mushrooms yeah. are amazing. And, and, um, but like that thing is more resilient and more has more longevity than we do, you know, and it's a thing, it's, right. it's a being. So yeah, right. I, I, it's weird. It's, I love that it's expanding. I think that's a great, yeah. And I love plants. Plants are great. Yeah. 
And that, that's one thing, is it like I think the largest living being in the world right now is some underground mushroom spore right. colony right. in Wisconsin yeah. or something. It's like miles yeah. and miles in, in circumference. It's so weird so, and cool. So I, I have a comment about Liz's paintings too. Um, the uh, so I see what you do is it seems like you on those plant paintings, the uh, ones with the cacti and all that stuff. It seems like you work for a long time and change it a lot, um, and uh, and it, it it like it evolves. So it seems like you evolve it and you share it at certain uh, levels. Like like you yeah. share it, and I'm not sure if the painting's done or not. A, a lot of times I can tell it's not done, right? Maybe you're not sure. Painting's done, and then yeah. you share it later, and it's more done. You know what I mean? So can you tell us why yeah. you share? Because I don't, I do that sometimes, but I don't. I mean, some of my paintings are in such a state that I just feel like I can't share them. You know what I mean? Like, like, but you seem to share every level of your painting. I thank you. I mean, yes, I agree, and I think that like it's both a problem and a like a good thing. Like my painting practice is. Like ever since I started painting, like I remember when I was in like undergrad and I was like, when you work in like a big room with a bunch of people and like you're working on your painting and like someone would walk up to me and be like, that's great. It looks perfect. And then I think to myself, I'm like, dude, this is, there's no way near done. But like, it took me a really long time to, to not overpaint everything. And, and I still love overpainting shit. And part of it is just that I just love painting. And so like, I'll do a bunch of stuff and I'm like, you know, that kind of looks a little broken over there. Why don't I add this? And then you add that. And I'm like, Oh no, I got to fix this part. So I am definitely showing stuff that is, I put in quotes done. And then I come back and look at it a couple hours later or a day later. I'm like, no, that's not done. And I'll do this. I think it's like, it's interesting. I have, yeah. <laughs> I have to embrace it, but it's not always my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I have other people. It's interesting my, you bring yeah. that up because. Oh, go on. Sorry. Uh, um, it's interesting you bring that up because some people can paint like two or three colors in a wash and it looks fucking phenomenal. And, uh, and, and like they're like so minimalist that I'm fucking blown away by it. And I'm not that person. Right. But me, I'll paint a painting. And then five years later. I'll paint over it. You know what I mean? I like using yeah, yeah. the backgrounds of my old paintings that I've moved on from. And I'll show you, uh, I, I just posted today this, this, uh, this painting of this monk drinking a beer. <laughs> of, course, of course. That I, uh, <laughs> that I, I thought it was pretty good. But then I, with, in front of a weird stained glass window and there was a cool table in front of him. So, uh, I painted over that and I painted a different stained glass window in a different monk and I used, <laughs> and I used the same beer. So, you kept uh, the beer. That's the only thing that's the same. I kept the beer. The beer looks so damn good. <laughs> Table two. Uh, Andy looks beer. back. Yeah. The good thing about the art set is is it yeah, has the painting. Yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah. see the old one. Yeah, you know, the ironic part is that the beer is the one thing that in the real world would have been gone. <laughs> And was transitional. <laughs> right. Well, I have a question. To, what, talk to me about monks. Like, what is it about the monk? I love it. But what, what is oh. a monk to you? Like, if I got plants and you've got monks, like, what is, what's a monk to you, Carl? Right, like Liz focuses on paintings of plants. I don't paint monks jungles. all the time. Right? <laughs> That's all you paint. Yeah. <laughs> well, what would you call a fairy? Okay, okay. Talk about monks. Just go for it. <laughs> all, right, all right, okay. I, I think I, I, I like the question. I like the question because you could, you could, you could say, "What is a Jerry?" Too, because I paint a Jerry. I, I think it's more like a seeker. I'm painting okay. a seeker. And um, a seeker of knowledge, a seeker of knowledge, and uh, the monk he's in front of a stained glass window, and the stained glass window has a bunch of like I call them hieroglyphics, but they're not. Andy, what would you call those things? Uh, uh more like the doodles of a madman. <laughs> <laughs> the Andy, the, the doodles Sorry, of I'm a... talking away from the mic, but yeah, uh, yeah, no, they, I, I feel like hieroglyphics is my own style, they're, pic they're pictographs. Pictographs. Okay, so and and so 
the monk is very pondering and uh the table is there solid the beer looks nice it's nice a nice looking beer that's why i kept it but the the pictographs are just me riffing off of my like subconscious you know just doing all sorts of weird fucking like so because i can i could paint out of my subconscious like 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 if i paint a beer i have to look at a beer but if but if I paint weird symbols, I don't have to look at anything. I just freaking channel the uh, the cosmic consciousness. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and Liz, what do you do? Do you do you look at things or do you channel shit? You know what I mean? Or do no, you both? I think I do both. But I think that like what I'm realizing now after painting for like a really long time is you definitely have ways. Of, me, when I say you, I mean me. Like or painters in general have ways <laughs> of. <laughs> me you no but like i have ways of of um i have strategies that i use so i have strategies i started painting and then sometimes all i'm doing are, are my strategies and and i don't mean that in like a shitty way i mean it like it's like so joyous and fun to use the strategies but like right. well, you know yeah so i i think it could be nothing so it's like it is on like subconscious level for sure and yeah. the, the desire to paint plants, I can't totally explain it, except that I like the shape. I like the light. I like that you can like light right. them. You can add, you know, just, I like their shapes. Really, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, and I, I feel like we didn't, I, at least from my, go ahead, Liz, and then I'll say something. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, guys. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Andy. No, no, we want to hear what you're Yeah, we want to hear from the actual artist. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, well, I was actually going to take it back to Carl anyway and say, um, okay. well, I, I was going to say, you know, it seems like Carl, like Carl, how long have you been painting for? So I've been drawing for my whole life, but then uh, it was only, I started painting only when I gave up um on on art you know what i mean like like uh it, it's weird i get i kind of gave up uh like trying to do it as a career and i just said fuck it i'm just gonna paint you know what i mean like i like yeah. uh like like i always had a vision i'd do something artistic with my life or whatever and then i was like ah fuck it and and i was i was in a job and i just uh I kind of did some drawings and everybody kind of liked them. And then people wanted to buy the drawings off of me. So, uh, so then I'm like, okay, maybe I can put stuff in bars. What do you put in bars? So, uh, <laughs> paintings, of course. Right. So I did watercolors <laughs> and then I started putting them in bars and, um, and that's why I started painting. And I, and, and I, and I moved to acrylic on canvas because, uh, all my watercolors, I had to fucking frame and it was too expensive. I love yeah. gouache and I love how the paint flows. So I'm like, I need something more indestructible. <laughs> like I could pour a beer on one of my canvases. <laughs> and you have. And, I, and he has, <laughs> exactly. I was yeah. going to say, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. <laughs> well, I, think, so, I, I don't know. I, what was the question again? <laughs> well, no, I, th I guess I asked how long. And then... Because I think uh, I've liked watching your work online because that's how I see it. And I liked how, how it progresses and goes places. And, and, um, and you know, I think that that's all. It, it, you can paint for like 30 years or 40 years. And I don't know, like it can, it, the language you develop with yourself and your art or whatever, your paint, that that's like this. I don't know. It gets deeper and deeper the longer you do it, and it's you know I've I've noticed some themes in your work, and I like seeing them. And then I also I hate to say this, but I kind of compare it to Andy because I know Andy's work really well, and the idea that you guys both oh like, yeah that's cool. Well, you guys both like these forms that are kind of like 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 uh, I don't know what to call them. They're like slime shaped, like like there's like yeah. they're they're not really? hard edges. Well, you guys don't paint straight lines, or or Andy doesn't yeah. really draw oh. straight lines ever. <laughs> I'm incapable. Curved. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> Carl was probably one of my first influences because we used to my our parents had a big roll of paper. We used to draw like mega battles on paper all the time. I, the reason why I'm incapable of drawing is I think Andy is actually capable of drawing a yeah. straight line. Andy yeah, it's, is, a, it's a choice. Andy is Andy <laughs> makes a choice. I, I'm physically incapable of drawing a straight line. 
And it, you know what's funny is Andy drew the draws all the um, title cards, all the title cards, and then I don't know if you saw the symbol for this for the art shed. Uh, the, not the symbol. What would you call the it? The, the logo. logo. I tried to. So I'm like, so I wanted to get the the first episode out there, and um, and I'm like, Andy, draw us, draw a logo because I know he'd be way better at it than me. And uh, and he wasn't getting back to me because he had like, you know, actual work he had to do, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and so, so I'm like, okay, I'll try to draw it, right? So I tried to draw it, and it came out so fucking bad that I'm like, uh, I'm like, uh, uh, Andy, we should make that logo available for yeah, the viewers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got to put that on Instagram. We got to put it on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It, it's so bad. It's so bad. And, and and then do you remember what happened? It, like then I was like, I was like, and then nothing. Andy was from Andy's perspective, nothing happened. Like I was like, I'll just do the logo. Nothing happened. Yeah, then, I mean, I didn't know you were doing. You were taking a shot at it. I just eventually did the. Logo, yeah, he eventually so. did the logo, and it, it was fucking awesome. I'm like, this is fucking a million times better of a logo than I was even thinking because he does like the little details in the shed like it like there's like little details that i notice about the shed like like okay so in andy's drawing there's these two so when i first moved here there were these like there was these two by fours that came out of the shed that it looked like somebody stacked wood into the two by fours and and that all fell down but then there was two pieces of cut two by four nailed onto the shed and they're crooked and andy actually put those in the logo <laughs> like which i would have never put that detail in but it, it looks <laughs> fucking awesome because i'm like because in my i'm not that skilled of an artist as andy but i'd be like i wouldn't have put it in because i'd be like who would know what the fuck those things are you know what i mean they just look like two weird random boards nailed onto the side of the shed and and like why would they be there? But in, in Andy's <laughs> logo, they look fucking like like another cool detail, you know. I love it. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you guys yeah. know what I'm talking about, Chris? You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know like... what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, go on. Well, no, just that Andy. I, I mean, I think it, Andy is really. I mean, Andy. Andy's pretty good at drawing. <laughs> he's pretty good i mean yeah. i would say that's he's, my he's got an emmy to prove it he's got an emmy to prove it as well he's all right. okay okay he's all right i don't even think it's the drawing part i don't i don't even think it's the drawing part it's the decision on on what to put in there and what, like i make mental decisions on what to cut out you know what i mean but andy just 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 embraces those those details that that uh, people like may not know what the fuck they are, but he just puts them in there and they right. make the thing look more real for whatever reason. You know, I don't know. I think that's probably the hardest thing to do when you're an artist is to put a detail that you think people won't know what it is, but to make it, put it in there and it makes everything look more real. Do you, I don't know. Does yeah, that make any sense? No, yeah. Yeah. yeah it totally makes sense. I think too, that's it's like hard. what you're, it's your eye, you know, it's like what you're drawn to and, um, and what you feel is important. And then, you know, you know, that it, the fact that it's different for everybody makes everyone, you know, awesome. Like, like it's not the same. And so you see someone else's right. feelings or rendition. You're like, Oh, look at that. Like, you know? Yeah. I, I think, I mean, you guys are, your whole family is very artistic, which is really cool. And, uh, Chris, I don't know what you do. What do you, are you like a wood? Do you do metal, metal work or no, I feel like I'm talking about Andy and Carl, but he does. are you, what do you, what's your, what's your um, medium? Or I do a lot of different stuff. Primarily nowadays it's food. Um, I still do photography and I did photography professionally for about 10 years. Um, and I've done a lot of long-term photo projects. Um, oh, cool. And I'm still kind of messing around with a lot of them right now. Um, but food and cooking is my main thing right now. Um, cool. And I basically cook primarily on fire. Um, so basically oak log fires, 
mostly, but I, I used a lot of different types of wood. And I just build stuff as I'm cooking. So if I'm sort of like, you know what would make this easier um, is if I just walk into my shop and just start cutting up some metal and welding stuff together and bolting it and doing whatever. And I'm um, just make new devices to cook on. Um, oh, rad. And then under COVID, I'm making a lot of furniture for my house right now. Um, gardening is a big thing I'm into too. That's, that just kind of comes with cooking. Like that's the whole thing. Once you get into cooking to me, all of a sudden it's like, boom, I'm off in a billion different directions. It's kind of yeah. like, I want to make this. And then it's kind of like, well, maybe I should grow that. And then it'll be really fresh. And then I start thinking, huh, right. what if I cross this pepper with that pepper? That would give me the flavor that I want. So I get I go down rabbit holes for long periods. Oh, You're wow. a regular like Gregor Mendel. Yes, Chris, exactly. Chris is a regular like Gregor Mendel. <laughs> so so um this hour is pretty much up. Uh we can okay. do another another episode uh see see you didn't think the list thought this was gonna be hard it's not yeah hard. it's interesting we didn't all. talk about football you guys we, we can say that for the next, next episode, episode. Next episode. <laughs> all right, all right. Next episode. So, so give us your your moon project yeah thing. yeah give us some uh, links liz what do you want to promote well i'll okay, put guys. the links on here but promote right. one thing okay well, super promote your website Okay, Liz's.com is my website, L-I-Z-I-Z.com. And then if you want to, like, go on Twitch, I'm L-I-Z-I-Z-I-Z. So Liz is is. <laughs> and then um, YouTube, you can search Liz Walsh, Supermoon, it'll come up. But, um, yeah, we have a show next Sunday. Please tune in. And if, you don't, if you're not That's able to watch it live. 20th of December. 20th of September, or sorry, December. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? What, what your, you want to tell us what the time it is? Yeah. What, what time is it? Okay, it's nine o'clock California time, but um, it'll be up on an archive on YouTube forever. So if you don't even yeah, catch it, because you guys are, yeah, it's up there forever. And um, it's, it's on my YouTube channel. Sorry. The last thing I'll say is the donation information will, will be up too forever. So if you like watch it and you're like, oh my God, I really want to donate. If you look down in the description, there'll be places that you can Venmo or PayPal to uh, Rogers and Rosewater, which are really great people. So that's all. Nice. Great. Oh, sweet. All right. Uh, Chris, what are you? Uh, as always, I'm Live Fire Cook. LiveFireCook.com, Live Fire cook on instagram and youtube and everything yeah a mad spiral on uh and mad carl on the web and i'm carl Rustino. you'll never be able to spell my name on instagram and facebook but that's what i update most yeah and you can find all my stuff at andy com, and you can spell my name because i'm going to tell you r-i-s-t-a-i-n-o you can find links to my Instagram, my YouTube channel where I do uh, drawing videos. Often I'm in the middle of a break right now, but I'm going to come back when the year begins. So do you guys remember when we used to go to bars? Yeah. And um, <laughs> so in the bar, the bartender used to say, uh, what the bartender used to say at the in closing time? Oh, yeah, he said. Uh, uh, you can't, you you uh, you can you don't have to go home but you can't stay here but you can't stay here so get the <laughs> hell out of the damn art shed <laughs> that was the successful uh, episode yeah yeah good work good work everyone get the fucking right. out of here got more to go Thanks for Ed Guild and uh, Anderson Spago for the Mad Carl Stomp. Thanks to all our listeners. Thanks to everyone in the world. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Uh, thanks. Hey, everybody. Everybody. Thanks, Stay you healthy. <laughs> so this thanks is to Leon. This goes on for about a minute or two. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how long does the stomp go on for? Oh, yeah. Let's play the stomp.